Today's Flying Talkers is brought to you by Kali Logistics. When it comes to keeping things moving, it's Kali, by golly. The global air cargo industry is a sunrise sector. You don't believe that, look out at the ramp. There are thousands of airplanes carrying nothing but air cargo these days where in past years it was in the belly or maybe it wasn't there at all. The volume of air cargo being moved is ever increasing and airports are finding it difficult to keep pace with expansion in terms of infrastructure, workforce, and level of automation. An end-to-end web-based air freight software or an air cargo management system can assist cargo terminal operators to address these issues. At Kali Logistics Solutions, we understand these issues well and constantly strive to provide solutions that can address these problems, promising improvement and efficiency of the operation as well as increasing bottom line results. Kali Logistics Solutions suite of air freight software solutions to address the challenges of air cargo stakeholders have stemmed from working alongside leading airports, including Atlanta, Hartsfield, Jackson International Airport, and other locations around the world, gaining in-depth understanding of the challenges and opportunities that define the air cargo domain. Kali's flagship air cargo management system provides state-of-the-art technology for modernization and streamlining of air cargo operations that could assist all stakeholders in overcoming the challenges. Happy New Year and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. We're so very glad you're here. This is Jeffrey Aaron welcoming you to another season or another year. Hope you had a lot of fun at home and you were able to recharge your batteries. But of course, if your batteries are lithium, let's make sure we don't overcharge those batteries. You know how they can run away with things. Seriously, we all needed the break, I guess, and we've had it. So now we're back to business as usual or unusual in this pandemic world we live in. Cool place to be right now, I think, is Hong Kong. We just had Christmas and New Year's. Now you're taking a deep breath because in two weeks, it's going to be Lunar New Year's. So you put all your party stuff away, put your party hat away, your party horn, whatever it is you party with, or who you party with, back to regular life. But guess what? Yeah, Lunar New Year is going to happen, and it's party time all over again. Just can't stop dancing in Hong Kong. Well, we've got some stories today, how things are looking here and there. Some rather interesting revelations to share about actually where did cargo and cabins start. We'll get to that right after this. Happy, happy new year. We're glad you're here. Undoubtedly, the cargo cabin in the sky has been a big story for the last three years. Yeah, it's been three years we've been in this jackpot. Three years since life was 
like it was in 2019. Okay, so maybe it hasn't been 36 months, but it seems like it might have been 300 months the way this lockdown has been going. Talk about something we all can be agreeing upon right now. We're sick to death of what's going on. But there have been some revelations. There have been some heroic stories. There have been some great, great people that have emerged during that time. We've lost some people. We've gained some things. Here's a story called A Cargo Cabin in the Sky. Pan Am, Clipper Cargo, the mightiest air commerce operation in the world. The year is 1961. They created a cargo building at Idlewild Airport. Idlewild, on the site of the old Jamaica golf course, it's better known today as JFK. Well, over there they created Cargo Building 67 to serve Clipper Cargo's burgeoning global fleet of newly acquired jet aircraft, the Boeing 707. Should not be forgot, Clipper Cargo 67 also delivered the earliest automated cargo handling facility in the world with a staggering $8.5 million investment price tag six plus decades ago. The action was groundbreaking and excitingly inventive in cargo that marketed itself underneath the big blue meatball as Pan Am's PR counsel Tony Fennell, the late Tony, sometimes referred to the airline's logo. And love that guy. Once upon a time, the blue Pan Am marquee ranked alongside of the Coca-Cola company as the best known brand made in the greatest country in the world. You said the USA, you said, get on Pan Am if you want to fly anywhere. That was the word. Pan Am was the ultimate. But that's not all. Pan Am Clipper Cargo six decades ago developed an ultralight weight fiberglass passenger cabin container. I say that slowly because this is really an amazing thing. Pan Am, the guys over there, and the women, and the people, and the dreamers, and the doers, put together an ultralight fiberglass passenger cabin container for cargo. By removing three rows of passenger seats from the main decks of several of the carrier's early long-range B-707 jets, Clipper Cargo took a pioneering position of being carried upstairs on the main deck and downstairs in the bellies on about 40 Pan American jets positioned in San Francisco and at JFK 2020, each about like that. Okay, so the aircraft payload was 2,400 pounds up with the cargo in cabin to an average of maybe slightly over five tons of cargo that the uh, B-707s carried in the bellies. Okay, that's peanuts by today's measure. But get with this idea. Acorn to oak, cargo in cabin. Savior of the world in 2021 was planted by some cargo guys in Queens, New York in 1961.
That's four years before the Beatles flew aboard Pan America in 1961. That's people, most people today that you can talk to remember about Pan Am because Pan Am did a pretty damn good job of plastering their blue meatball all over their flight bags and behind them and on the airplane and never forgotten since they came in. That's cultural touchstone of American history to people that they remember more than perhaps some of these other things like how cargo and cabin began there. Maybe they wouldn't even care about it, but hey, listen, we're in this business. We don't forget our own. We care about it. As COVID-19 struck in an empty-looking dreary, I must say, a couple years ago, Cargo Building 67 was approaching those 60 years. It's like a barely memorable footnote in the rush of history. Who knew or might have imagined or even cared about all of this a couple of years ago, outside on ramps as people were scurrying about fastening seatbelts around life-saving main deck cargo on passenger aircraft to fly all over the world and save lives. Everything you need to know today about cargo and cabin from that era, and you look at the pictures, nobody's wearing masks, kind of is sitting there in your flying typers this week. Seats being taken out, the guy filling up the uh, fiberglass container looks a little bit like uh, mailbags they were putting in that particular flight. But it's a real revelation. No doubt, Pan Am Clipper Cargo had it going on. Now here's to innovation and here's to bright ideas and hardworking people as we salute the people of Air Cargo as we step off into the brave new world of 2022. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Flying Talkers podcast brought to you today by your friends at Pay Cargo, the better way to pay and to save time and money. You see, Pay Cargo has a better idea. By simplifying the payment process to more than 3,000 vendors, cargo moves faster. Pay Cargo saves you time and money by expediting important data and funds to ensure rapid release of your cargo. Maybe best of all, you get the time to build your business assured that the Pay Cargo team is with you, providing trackable, tangible results every step of the way. So why wonder why most shipments in the Pay Cargo system get released in as little as one hour? Go to www.paycargo.com and explore a whole new way to pay and get paid. PayCargo offers flexible payment options and also available credit lines. And as the number one online platform in the world for cargo payments, www.paycargo.com can offer you a level of service, financial expertise, and connectivity that makes it easy to ship 
click and pay. So go to www.paycargo.com and get the rest of the story. Discover how PayCargo simplifies a better way to pay and get paid. And tell them Flying Talkers sent you. That's www.paycargo.com. Great people to do business with. Well, this segment's probably a reality check. A reality check against where we can go and what we can do, or for where we can go and what we can do. For example, you might be wondering if extending your aversion driven by COVID of attending an industry trade show could finally be packed away in your file of forgotten bad dreams. Well, look, here are a couple of moments of truth facing industry shows right away. Coming January 17th and February 24th, they're offering a glimpse as to how the near future should pan out for air cargo events during the rest of 2022. Very rarely, so early in the year, can you say something about the rest of the year and not manage to end up looking stupid. But the degree of uncertainty about what people are doing and what people are still going through here in America, where this COVID business is just sweeping change. Yeah, we're all bored with it. We're all sick of it. We're all mad at it. But it's really up in the air. And that's not meant to be a pun. The leading indicators that we find when we look into what's going on with trade shows and there are a lot of people with a lot of money on the table, the organizations, the rest that are wondering what's going to happen next. Leading indicators depends on who you talk to. Okay, so Air Forwarders Association and its intrepid leader Branded Freed from January 17th in New Orleans is a go. That's what we're told. But then right on the heels of that, Air Cargo India, a pretty big international show put on by very powerful publishing group and uh, trade show people in Europe and all the rest of these guys, these high rollers that seem to control everything going on in cargo shows today, aside from club luncheons. This show in Mumbai, February 24th, is getting some kickback from people in India as COVID rages, actually rages there. So just when we're thinking organized cargo events are gaining traction again, fate steps in on the scene and mops up the floor with the best laid plans. Truth be told, no one seems to really know what to do about all of this. So I get in my car on Sunday past and I wonder if I can believe my eyes here in America even as the New Year ball touched down in Times Square millions of ordinary people continued queued up in mile-long lines in record numbers coast to coast looking for a way to find out if they're carrying COVID this newer version of COVID no doubt more than a few people in air cargo are wondering about sitting in a session somewhere People we spoke to, by and large, fall into distinct groups. 
There's the anti-vaxxers, they go one way, and the vaccinated. Some of the masks at half-staff, they walk around like they have some kind of immunity. Some people who've had COVID and been lucky enough to get away with it, they're ready to rip and get to it. In some cases, that attitude is, hey, been there, done that. Truth is, all over the world, people are antsy to get together. So maybe talking about industry issues can be handled to a certain extent for one or two more rounds by Zoom and other means. But right now, people have had it. I mean, underscore those words. And they've had it with the isolation. They want to press the flesh and congregate. But does sick of the lockdown square with the new proviso that this once upon a time adult disease now includes danger warnings directed toward our children? The same kids that supposedly maybe a year and a half or maybe less than a year ago, depending where you live or are within the sound of my voice. But in 2020, we were told our kids, eh, they have a nano chance of contracting COVID-19. So now we're supposed to kiss our significant other goodbye and attend a hotel mixer cocktail party or a trade show awards dinner, risking as a couple of professional USA football teams did recently when everybody on the front line of the team took ill. So they had to call off the game. They were basically playing a football game, trying to get into the Super Bowl, but the only super they got was a super spreader. So look, buckle up. Rarely, if ever, we'll have two industry events being held just when you finally took the Christmas tree down or are celebrating, as we mentioned at the top, Lunar New Year. Rarely will these kind of events being taken over now, early January, be watched by the air cargo industry. As early as the Air Forwarders Association in New Orleans, January 17, 19, and Air Cargo India, February 22-24. Now we say Happy New Year and many happy landings. While meanwhile, over at the Air Forwarders Association, Brandon, Executive Director, he's excited to be full steam ahead while committed to abiding to all the guidelines for the upcoming Air Cargo 2022 conference. That's all in our flying typers today or on the um, Air Forwarders Association website. I do believe that at some time, maybe 10 minutes after the end of the world, somebody better look in on Brandon, who will probably be off somewhere, if there's anybody left, look in on Brandon because he'll be somewhere hosting a panel discussion or giving a speech after the end of the world. It'll be over. Brandon will be at a luncheon, some cargo luncheon, doing something like that. The guy's totally committed. Looking at it all up and down the line, every journey to adventure should begin with a trip to New Orleans. Let's make it on the record for that right away. Great food, great vibes, music, plus feeling and joy for life, like nowhere else that you can be. Our friend Mike Weber, the airport development expert, 
who attended Tulane University. That's in New Orleans. Got married, raised family, had a son. Big easy guy. He said it best. Advice to just be sensible. Advice to just be sensible hasn't historically been associated with going to New Orleans, where we used to joke that a trade conference needed to have an official Bales bondsman. But of course, these are different times, Mike said. Even after the devastation of Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans was still what I've always called the American city, least like any other American city. You know, being below sea level for so many centuries has probably provided additional historical iterations of experience with pestilence. Well, I've had my booster and I'll be there, Mike said. We think the spirit of New Orleans is always there. If you're there, listen to the music. Wear your mask. Take some Zycam. It turns out to be Zycam and vitamin C is something that might help you. This thing, this contagion has got us in its grip. Who's going to win? Like the guy says on the radio, stay tuned for adventure. This is Jeffrey Aaron. That's it for our presentation today, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for your time, this time, until next time. This is Jeffrey saying, keep them flying, air cargo. And good night, Joe, wherever you are.